Howdy. It's time to dive in on everything Trey. What I was, I was mentioning before uh, we started recording, so like my roommate and I were talking yesterday and we had this like long ass argument uh, that he was like he mid midway through like this intense ass argument. Like I'm like yelling over him. I'm like not <laughs> getting my point across. He's like, wait, 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 wait. And I'm like, what? And he was like, this would be perfect for a podcast. And I was like, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. There were two arguments that we, we faced yesterday of, um, one was just that he has real small hands. He has got, he got real small hands and real <laughs> small feet. And he thinks Is this the same roommate that's from like the Middle East? Yes. He got real small he's hands. He's a funny guy. He's a great, he's a great young man. And there's nothing wrong with having real small hands or real small feet. But when you start blaming the other people and you start telling us that we're, we're gigantic freaks with hands and feet too big. That's where my problems come in. <laughs> uh, he was like, I, I was, mean, I was like, what's his argument? Because okay. I don't think you or any of your roommates would be considered gigantic human beings. No, no. Yeah. He said that we're, we're disproportionate. So his argument boiled down to, because I kept, he was like, <laughs> he kept being like, no, I'm normal. You guys are weird. And I was like, okay, but like, how about this? There are more of us with normally proportionate appendages and then there's just you with your teeny tiny little appendages <laughs> would it not then be that we are in fact the normal ones as you are the odd one out but then his argument was <laughs> what if there was one perfectly crafted human and then all other seven billion were imperfect uh he's he's the perfect one and we're all imperfect apparently that's that was <laughs> that was what the argument came to now he's got me looking at my hands, though, wondering. No, yeah, if my hands are normal. <laughs> this, I, I thought my hands were normal until now. Now I don't know. Well, that man, I don't know. He has a lot of things that are very interesting about him. Uh, <laughs> the other argument. Uh, okay, so he 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 partaketh of the uh, of the booty. If you get my drift, <laughs> he partaketh of the do the uh, the duty the booty, booty duty. The, the booty he partaketh uh, of the, the the booty he uh, he okay he, he eat the booty like groceries okay oh wow okay yeah yeah now, it's actually not what I was thinking but no. I'm glad we're on the same page now yes that's yes okay and we're just like okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, go for it. Have your fun. I mean, there's I'm something sure. wrong with it. Well, no. Like, if everybody's involved is enjoying it and everybody's like, yeah, I want to eat your butt. And then she's like, yeah, eat my butt. Then it's fine. Go eat your butts. But, like, if there's if there's any sort of nah, then nah. But, like, my point with him was just, I have no problems with you doing that. And I judge you not at all, senor. But, also, you cannot expect a... Yes, very, very intended. Um... <laughs> You cannot expect us to not make fun of you. <laughs> right. Like, we're going to make jokes. And then it, then I, it devolved into... That goes into, for anything. Like, well, if yeah. you're going to do anything obscure or out there, not that it's not okay, but just know you're going to get made fun of. <laughs> well, it, then it, it turned into something that I was thinking about, and I was like, like, wait a minute. And he was kind of <laughs> upset about this. Uh, I was just like, okay, like... Logically, he I, I, I confirmed a number of facts, okay? The number of facts was that he has, in fact, 
eaten the booty. Okay, that's that's fact number one. That's what this whole thing is built off. Right. Uh, right. Fact number two: none of his uh, partners had taken like enemas and stuff prior. Okay. What about like a good scrub down? Like you get he said in the shower. That, he said that you one get some girl soap up in there. He said that one girl would shower usually before they did that, and that only the one girl. He said, "Well, I I think it's he's only done it to like two girls." And so like, this man is just out here with that other girl eating the potato salad. Hey, wait. So like that, by the way, <laughs> uh, just for context, is also from him. The 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 potato salad thing. He is, oh my god he is the one who who'd said yeah because like he's the one who said it tastes like potato salad and i am concerned but that was yeah that was the first i guess the first girl tasted like potato salad uh the one that showered yeah well no 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 the one well apparently she showered before they started hanging out but it was like 10 minutes into hanging out that they diddled or whatever uh and so like I, he he claims she showered but my point is okay so let me get back to my my point sorry eats the booty no enemas this man this man uh, like it is an undeniable fact that this man has eaten a little bit of poo poo oh no that, okay like regardless of if it was oh, like I'm disgusted now <laughs> Well, that's, oh my god! He was upset when I said this, but then I brought it up to our other roommate and laid forth all the facts that I have presented to you today, and he agreed with me. And we're both like, "It's fine, it's cool, you like doing it, but you gotta admit, you eat a da poo poo a little bit." That see, that's where I definitely go from. You know, I'm not gonna say it's okay, but. <laughs> To eat, to each their own. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To eat their own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, when you start eating your own, that's where I draw the line. That's cannibalism. <laughs> <laughs> eat the booty figuratively. I mean, come on, eat though. The, like, eat, that's eat the, the booty thing. That's, that's the thing. That's why I'm out here saying, like, it's that's. I'm a germaphobe, but yes, even if so I am. wasn't. Well, that's that, the I thing. Mean, there. Okay, 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 oh, okay, come okay, on. okay, okay. Not to throw the man under the bus. Um, under the butt. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> he put himself there, sorry. Um, I mean, he did. He did. You said he liked it, too. That's my point, though, is that is this is the part, this is the part, okay, where I don't know how I feel about it. I, I have. Okay, you <sighs> wait, wait. I can start to see where this is going, and I'm going to be honest, Ian. I'm scared. The boy, the boy, okay, he is the pursuer of the booty. It is not offered, and and, and by this I mean it is not him being asked to eat the booty. It is him right. asking it's, it's, to it's eat the booty. It's not him. Yes, yes. He, he I is, see where you're so he is The not, implication is that he likes this. Yeah, it's not He's him. looking for it's this. It's not like a girl was like, oh, will you like eat my ass? And he was like, ugh, fine. It's like, hey, can I eat your ass? And then they're like, ugh, fine. <laughs> you know, I knew a guy in college, though, that was kind of like that. Like, yeah. I think his girl was into it and everything. Mm, okay. But he was, there was something 
I don't know what it was. I guess he got off on it or something, but he would tell us stories about how they would just be like on high street. That's in Columbus. That's like the, the main street. It's like uh, grand river for you guys. Like, okay. Okay. <laughs> they would just be walking in the middle of the night, um, walking home from a bar or whatever it is. Hmm. And I remember this one story specifically where he's talking about how they were talking about it. Like they were going to go home and do mm-hmm. it or something. And she was telling him like, you know, trying to, I don't know if she was talking dirty or like, well, talking dirty but was being like you're nasty like you know you're so into that or whatever (laughs) and i guess she jokingly bet him like do it right now and oh he did not take that as a joke and in the middle of like a main road just on the sidewalk right there apparently just pulled her shorts down and and like went to town on this girl's booty, like, bro. That's like when you're going home from Little Caesars and you can't wait till you get home. You open the box on the way. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, this sounds like he likes it <laughs> to the point where he's like, I can't wait to get a nibble. Oh my! I, God. I can't. I got to get it out of the box now. It smells too good. Uh, what bothers me the most about that story? Uh, it's gross to begin with, and then you add in there that they were just out, like yeah, at bars for the no, night. No, I you was going to point that, that out. Was, like she was not showered, she that was sh- not clean. That shit you was talk about well like, seasoned. <laughs> oh, that's bad. That's oh. disgusting. That is horrendous. That there's is, like two different well, types like, of gross going on there. There's the eating poo poo, and then there's the. That's just like well, okay, because like I don't care who you your are. Your body is nasty. I, You're gonna lick up yeah. all those body juices down there. I get swamp ass after a heavy night. That's what like, I was about to say. Ain't nobody. I don't care who you are. Ain't nobody going out to a bar for a whole ass night and not having swamp ass when they're leaving. At one hundred percent, you're you gonna know that be shit was Nasty. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, and there are a couple. Someone so just took like... that potato salad and dumped the whole mm. thing of salt in there is what uh, they just did. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> That's upsetting. I... You, before we even started, you said, I have a topic for you. The Somehow topic... we ended up here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the topic was okay. the hands. To switch. Right? Well, the topic was uh, the arguments that we had in the car. So I, I presented both mm. of them to you. Um this one just kind of sort of lingered. Yeah, um, this one took off. And, uh, I, don't, I don't like it. But the, so, see, I want to go back to the hands, yeah. but I'm still upset about the booty. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> to switch the topic, though. Uh, oh, well, perfect, because I was about to say, I don't know how to switch the topic. Uh, great at segues, just like the guy who uh, invented them. I think that the man who invented the segue to, to go off on this little tangent, I do believe he drove it off a cliff. I think I've heard that. Let me look that up real quick. I might be wrong. What's we need? We need a we need a Joe Rogan Jamie guy. You know, we need that guy. Hey that Jamie, can you at. get on that? Jamie, what's what's the details there? <laughs> need a dedicated oh Googler. The fact that he like calls him a producer, but I swear his only job is just to Google stupid videos that someone oh, brings up about like. Have you ever seen that bear eat that guy in the middle of uh, <laughs> New York City? And they're like, he's like, yeah, I got the video up already. You're like, what? <laughs> Save to my favorites. Um. <laughs> it's like, that one was great. I uh... what, what happened to the inventor of the Segway? <laughs> he died from multiple blunt force injuries to the chest Whoa. and spine. Consistent oh. with a fall <laughs> while riding a gyro bike. There we go. A.K.A. Segway. (laughs) 
imagine inventing something and you're like, this is going to change humanity. And then it's the <laughs> cause of your own death. Well, then there's also like the Pringles guy who was buried in a giant Pringle can. I don't like that. No? What? Hey, hey think about weird. it this way. Think about it this way. You can't reach your hand down in there. It's too big. Too, too small Pringle can. Can't get to his body. Wait, he's buried in a normal-sized Pringles can? <laughs> no. Like, I, I'm sitting here thinking, like, they cremated him and, like, uh, put some ashes in a Pringles can, and we're just no. like, put that six feet under. No, gigantic Pringles can. He's he's just in there. He's just in That's actually kind of cool, though, I guess. Like, you know? I want it to be that they, like, sliced him into into little thin chips and then stacked him. <laughs> <laughs> That's concerning. Hey, but, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? It would be it would be kind of satisfying though. Yeah, I mean a human Pringle. <laughs> well, that's the thing that's fucked about that now. The, now you've brought up a whole new, because Pringles are, if you aren't aware, reconstituted chips. They they make potato chips. They take those potato chips. They go smash smash smash, and then they put them into little molds, and they're like, haha, new potato chip. Now human pringle is introduced <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to go through the steps again reconstituted that, human yeah that's like a people nugget that's gross a people nugget mm-hmm hmm. you know i saw a video on um where is this going? i guess tiktok i don't know so it was it was one of those short videos i'm not great with understanding when something originates on TikTok, Instagram, mm. whatever it is. Because I, I see everything all in one place, and that's just on Instagram. Yeah. I have no idea where it originated. So my I assume TikTok. My understanding is that the majority of the things that you will see on Instagram Reels were on TikTok about two months ago. I figured as much. Because that's about... I really fit. So. I'd be like, oh, y'all hear this new meme? It's hilarious. And they're like, yeah, what the fuck? Two weeks ago? <laughs> and we were all laughing about that. I don't know who you are. But yeah, I saw one, so I guess it was a TikTok and someone had taken like a potato chip, crushed it down, like turned it into like a a batter Mm -hmm. and like made pancakes out of it and then like crushed Mm. up those pancakes and then like turned it into like something. And then by the end, it was returned back into a Pringle like 12 steps later. That's where I've seen those ones too, where they like make a cinnamon roll and then cut it up and then they, they like turn it into a pancake and then they cut it up and then they turn it into like cereal and then they cut it up and they turn it into like cookies. And it's like, that can't taste good because at a certain point you just keep adding more and more like flour and shit to it. Flour and water. I was about to say, it's That's probably so diluted at this point. Bland it's like, uh, it's like the, f- the, the flavor that you get from like a white claw. Mm. You ever had? You okay, know, wait, you ever no, leave so a white claw like, out on the counter and then taste it afterward, like when it's there's no carbonation left? Because there's you just brought the memory of drinking a hot white claw back to my mind, and I am upset mm. with you for that. All oh. right, you got to go off on this because a hot white claw. They are, the, why, mm, brother? If you're at like a darty and then there's like shit just out, and then you're like, oh, I love my drink here. Oh, go get take a sip, and it's just fucking like boiling hot seltzer. You leave it out in the sun. Not intentionally. It's not like I'm doing this for a little spicy treat. It's fucking gross. (laughs) It's spicy. Bad. It's spicy. It's spicy. (laughs) Um, It's fucking terrible. It's the worst. I would imagine so. I needed to step back, though, into your story previously just for the fact that you brought up the White Claws. White Claws, 
not bad. I have no gripes with them. I don't really drink them all I that often. I think they're good. But, I'm like, not, I'll I, take I like them. Like the... But, like, my point is, because you brought up White Claws for how little flavor they have. White Claws. They're very little. They do. They do. But the worst culprit of that is fucking LaCroix. If you drink LaCroix, you're the heathen. Do not speak to me. So, I think I've only ever had one LaCroix before in my life. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, I wasn't impressed. Well, like it's 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 not that flavor. Like it's not just lightly flavored. It is straight up a lie. It is it is in my mind a conspiracy similar to that of the fucking white and gold, blue and black dress. They're like, oh yeah, I love this mango fucking Lacroix. No, you do not. That tastes the same as all the other Lacroix. No. You have a scented can so and and unflavored water is garbage. I don't it's bullshit. I see. I don't know anything about this because I don't think I've ever drank much of it, and I didn't even know there were flavors. The I thought it was just water. Uh, you know, it's like sparkling water with flavors half the time, at least. I don't know. Maybe maybe you just drank the plain one. I don't. Yeah. See. I don't. Oh wow. Yeah. No. There's there's lime, yeah. lemon, yeah, peach, orange. Mm-hmm. I bet you the orange, tangerine, and apricot are all like the exact same. I can almost guarantee you they are cuz it doesn't taste like the fruit flavor. It has like it's there's a I'm lime think of and a then way a to key lime. This. Okay. A Those key. are it, there's not there's no way there's <laughs> enough flavor in there for you to tell the difference. Exactly. They just keep coming up with flavors. They're like, oh, yeah, this one's a tangerine. This one's a clementine. Oh, that one over there is a cutie. This one's a blood orange. That they one's have like, berry it's all the and same raspberry. Shit. I bet they're the, again, berry and raspberry. Those are probably the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would agree. It's it's upsetting. I Now, I like coconut-flavored stuff, mm-hmm. but a coconut-flavored LaCroix sounds disgusting. Dude, it's like the smell that you can get off of it. I, like... I don't know what the science is on how long, like, a smell will last after you sniff it, but, like, it's the way that LaCroix smells like the fruit that you want it to taste like is like you smelled it, like, five, six seconds ago, and so you're really only getting the fleeting scent of it, and it's gone. But that's that's from start to finish of smelling that bad boy. There is There is almost as little scent as there is flavor. But since there is literally no flavor, it's not possible <laughs> to have less scent. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, I'm sorry, I'm passionate what, about do, fucking hating Lacroix. No, I. <laughs> you're the thing is, you're not wrong. And I, what I don't understand is why do people like it? I don't know. I don't know. I think that it's some like way of someone's like, I'm healthy. I'm drinking sparkling water. I want it. Like, it's. I don't. Is that your treat? Like, is that you being like, ooh, this is my new soda? No. So here's here's something I just read while looking this up real quick, trying to trying to catch up with with you via just Googling it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I guess there's something. It says it's made with natural flavors or something. And it's, it sounds like they're facing a potential lawsuit because their flavors are just derived from essence of oils related to whatever fruit it is. So I think you're 100% right. Like they just maybe spritz the inside of the can down real quick before they put the water in and they're like, nah, flavored. Yeah, that's, yes. 
Yes. My, like, the way that I've described it in the past is, like, when they're shipping it out from the factory, they just have it on a conveyor belt that's going underneath, like, hanging fruits of whatever it's selling, and they're like, there we go. <laughs> We've imbued it with the essence of fucking nothing. It's terrible. I hate it. It upsets me. <laughs> that's funny. You're like, they put, they, they package it all up, they load mm-hmm. it onto a truck, mm-hmm. and before they send it to the grocery store... They put an orange in the truck with it. Yeah, they wave an orange around it. The aura. <laughs> supposed to influence the flavor. It's garbage. I can't say I like <laughs> it. I, I haven't had a lot of it. Like I said, I think I've only tried it like one time and I was just like, meh, it's water. The thing that I also don't get is that like, so for example, there's there's LaCroix, but then there's also like Bubblies, you know? It's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. Only difference is it's marketed by Michael Buble. It's just like, it's... It tastes the same. Wait, like it's the same brand? No, it's it's just another borderline flavorless sparkling water. So it, but it is like something I, different technically. I, I I probably on a technical level, yeah. But like f- <laughs> for the general public's like purposes, un un like recognizable as like an individual thing it is it is the same thing we just have two of them mm. i don't think i even knew that bubbly existed no i'm looking at it now and the can looks a little bit familiar but i don't yeah i don't think i knew that this existed i only know i assumed lacroix was the only one because who the fuck else wanted to buy it mm-hmm yeah, but if you slap Michael Bublé on a beverage and you make it a little funny, silly little commercial, somebody else be like, oh. Ooh. Oh, I do remember that commercial now. Actually, yeah. I do. Because someone was buying it and they're like, it's Bublé. And he's yep. like, no, that's just bubbly. I'm Bublé. And they're like, yeah, I remember that commercial now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that that drink was like an actual marketable product. It shouldn't be. thought it was just a drink. <laughs> Yep, 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 yep. I <laughs> You're like, yeah, no, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what is good, though? Um, oh. My mom used to drink those sparkling ices. Oh, those are actually really good. Those are good as fuck. Those are, yeah, those are fuego. Mm-hmm. Those are like, I need to actually go buy some of those. Cause they're actually, like, good flavor. Not, like, bad for you. Yeah, there I used go. to like those. That's what LaCroix like a... should be. Is not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We can we can move past my hatred for Lacroix. Uh, no, I don't understand. Cause so this is another thing I've heard. Like when you go over to Europe, like a lot of people over there drink, like they don't like still water. San Pellegrino, that's like big over there. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. That's that like green bottle, right? Yep, yep, yep. I am not a sparkling water boy. What was it? There was so like... what is it? Like why why do people over there? have some kind of obsession like oh you drink still water like what do you drink why my understanding the only thing that i could possibly imagine is that there's some sort of like elitism <laughs> to drinking sparkling water they're like oh oh ho, ho, you have water but i have <laughs> less water because there's bubbles in it and i'm like good for you you've paid more that for reminds less of me, a product <laughs> that reminds me of i looked up one time because i was curious i'm like why do in like all these movies and TV shows and even sometimes like when you drive down south, you'll see like really, really nice, fancy, expensive houses 
have these massive long front yards. And I'm like, what's the mm. point of that? What mm-hmm. is it? Like, wait, did it used to serve a purpose of some kind? I... So I'm like, oh, let me hop on Google real quick. Literally, the def- like the reason that I found mm-hmm. was it was intentionally done to prove to people driving by on the road that you had so much money, you could waste your land by putting it in front of your house because you had way more in the back. Bro, what the fuck? Yeah, I was assuming some like legitimate reason of like, ah, I don't know, don't live too close to the road or there used to be woods there and shit. No, it's just, just you know, I bet some people have that reason. Wasting your lawn. (laughs) And for the people who have a good reason, like you said, like they want to have a fenced in front yard or something. You don't Mm -hmm. want to be on the road. Yeah. You don't want your dog to get hit or something. Like I respect that. Yeah. But when you're like, no, I just wanted to waste money. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. That's what I, that's what the, the, water thing just seemed like to be like you know what i have so much money take some of that out and put air in there instead mm-hmm. yeah make my water hurt to drink fast That's <laughs> oh my god now you got me thinking about how have you ever tried to chug so a I seltzer guess, i was gonna say you probably have done this because apparently when i go down to tailgates and stuff on campus now people chug seltzers and they claim yeah. that it's better than chugging beer and i'm no. like what no False. It is not better I, it, than chugging beer, but I have done I it. I know people who were like, chug, like shotgunning a beer is hard. I'd rather do a seltzer. And I'm like, if what? I did a seltzer, like that, you're right. That would hurt. That's well, that's like, okay. I have no clue how you could find it easier to chug a seltzer than oh, like any beer. The, the excessive amount of carbonation in those seltzers is going to fuck you up. Like you're going to be barping, burping, not barfing, uh, like burping. Like you're going to be burping. And I mean, if you're drunk enough you're gonna throw up i'm good that's why i think the easiest thing to shotgun or chug is something like natty or yingling where it's like it's just water yes 100 percent. yeah with like i'm trying to think yeah no there was uh i I went to a concert recently for this guy called nascar allo at uh the junction and i walked in and they had a like a menu like they had a a specialty menu for the night uh at the bar and one of the drinks was it was the bloody nose challenge which is based off of one of his songs uh that you you have to explain the context to me afterwards yeah no i mean it's it's literally just named after one of his songs called bloody nose uh, it's also not even his song, actually. It's a song he features on by a but bigger artist. Does that have some kind of meaning or something? Or it's just... I think it's just a, probably the most popular song that he's a part of, I'm assuming. Like, because the other artist that who made the song that he featured on that song, it's is way bigger than him. But regardless, the, the, the Bloody Nose thing was $7, and you have to chug a seltzer, and then you get a free shot afterwards. And so that was the first thing I did when I got into yeah, that I, concert. I don't like that. That was the first thing I did in that concert. That was, that was fun. <laughs> it was, uh, that's like, I have memories of specific times <laughs> of fun. chugging seltzers because I don't do it often because it's kind of sucks. Like I remember one time at why the house. Why would you if you don't like, well, if yeah. you got some, like we were saying, if you have a beer in front of you or something, why wouldn't you do that instead? Yeah. At my house on Spartan Ave, I remember one time. Uh, we were like running out of drinks, so I ran upstairs and grabbed two seltzers from my fridge. Came down, handed one to my roommate Carlos, and he was like, "Chug." Them. I was like, "Okay." So I fucking chugged mine, like completely, freezing cold. Like, felt like being stabbed with like icicles in the throat because of all the fucking carbonation. 
I would and, rather chug something cold, though. Well, I think I'd rather chug something room temperature. I don't want to chug something hot, but I also I feel like the extremes of temperature really do not help with chugging. Something like, about cold. It's about to hurt my teeth. Dra- like it, my it goes. <laughs> I feel that. I definitely have <laughs> like sensitive teeth or something, but I feel like the cold just. I don't know. Like it, maybe it's numbing your throat and stomach or something, but yeah. when it goes down, it just sits better. Okay, I can I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Well, that's like the concept, or not even the concept. Just just, just everyone's probably at some point or another drank a lukewarm to warm beer, and it's not pleasant. Like it's already you know, it's already bread water. I don't need it the same temperature as bread. There are people. Don't somewhere in don't, don't tell me Engl- England I think right? they drink like hot beer uh, like not even warm hot why how do you do that what do you how do you warm it up do you just throw your beer into the microwave I, I before think you it, serve it I, or <laughs> no I think like their tap is hot mm, I don't like that. like instead I of keeping like they... your keg cold it like they they nah. heat it on its way out. Man, they just set up the tubing and the pipes wrong, and they just were too embarrassed to go back. So they're like, oh, uh, no, actually, it's this new <laughs> thing called hot beer. And people were like, oh, I'll I don't try understand that. a lot of, like, northern uh, British culture mm. when it comes to drinking. Like, Mm-mm-mm. why? I, I've heard people who come from over there, and they're like, oh, like, dark. the darker the beer, the better. And I'm like, you know, once in a while, yeah. a darker beer might be just to switch it up. Like, yeah. I think in general, lighter beer is better. And I, I think agree. the entire world agrees with it, except for the Irish. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I'll have a Guinness every once in a while, but I'm not about to go buy, like, a six-pack, a 12-pack of Guinness. I'll buy, like, a pint of Guinness at a bar or a pub. But like that's I about bought it. a six pack of like those tall boys. Had mm. it for probably a year. Yeah, cause like yeah, and it was the best Guinness I'd ever had. But I had one every few months. Yeah, and that that's was enough. <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't nobody <laughs> I don't know a soul who drinks pretty much solely Guinness because they don't exist unless they're in Ireland. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I don't know anyone who does that. It just it it wouldn't. I feel like it would be a bit much. It would be a bit filling i don't know why and i, I hate <laughs> those irish car bombs why do you want to drink uh-uh. curdled milk nope it doesn't matter how fast you drink it it still curdles is that is every that every time is the car bomb i thought that the car bomb no i'm stupid that's a jaeger bomb never mind what's in the what's jaeger in... bombs i like I the irish car bomb jaeger. is um uh the irish cream oh dropped in a guinness okay. oh and it curdles? It turns. It, oh, it literally, yes. I hate it. It's I like drinking it. expoiled milk. That's upsetting. That's true. And I've tried to chug it as fast as I can. And no. Well, that's like I mean, the, maybe I don't ugh. drink fast enough, but within mm-hmm. four to five seconds, Mm-mm. it is just chunky. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm done. I don't, I didn't even get to the bottom of it. I didn't get to the cream. I chugged as much beer as I could before it got chunky. And <laughs> now I'm done. I didn't get to the cream. <laughs> what, did, what did cinderella say when she got to the bowl oh god that's what that reminded me <laughs> what was it uh oh jesus um you know how i like make like to make cocktails and stuff uh and like yeah have my whole bar and stuff i 
will find like cocktail recipes online and and try them out or if i don't have like all the exact ingredients i'll find something close to it because i have pretty much every flavor at the very least uh presented in my collection of like 44 bottles of liquor uh which is definitely too much um that's definitely too much i have a bar in my basement and i don't even have that much liquor i don't drink it just it's a collection at this point it's less so something that i partake of all that much uh regardless as long as you've got a whiskey a vodka a gin a tequila and a rum i think you're good to go uh yep 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 yep. i need i'm trying to think i need more tequila because i'm running out of the espalone that i have Oh, Espelon is my favorite. I would say a I like, good second, if you don't want to spend the money on Patron, would, would be Hornitos. Okay. I was going to say, I was planning to buy a bottle of Patron, not going to lie, because uh, my roommate wanted the coffee Patron before they uh, discontinued it. And so like I bought I him a bottle for his, for his birthday. We both took shots, and it was the smoothest like alcohol I've ever drank. Like There was like no burn. Oh, I was like, dang. Patron is like water yeah it's amazing i was like this is amazing i was like this is great hell yeah but what i was saying though about about like the cocktails and stuff um there was one that i saw that was like it was supposed to be peach cobbler so i think it was like peach crown royal mixed with um what's it called uh uh fireball fireball yeah because of like the cinnamon and all that and i think there was like cream soda mixed in yeah those were like the you three said this things is like a peach cobbler yeah, peach cobbler was that it was supposed that to be. Sounds good. Yeah, so like I I didn't have those two ingredients though, but I had something peach flavored and something cinnamon flavored. So I was like, okay. So I tried it with peach schnapps mixed with rum chata and then cream soda. And I can say that that is like one of the best tasting drinks I've ever made. However, the second time that I made it, I made it, and then I was like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. So I set down my glass on, like, the counter in the kitchen, went to the bathroom, came back from the bathroom to find it completely separated into a clear Ew. chunk and a milky chunk on top Ew. and bottom. And it was, yeah, safe to say I stopped making that drink because I realized I just drank it really fast the first time. Yeah, you're probably going to make just, like, make it as, like, a shot. I would yeah, I think so. Drink it all right away, because it's delicious. It really is, but it was just oof, not not if you leave it. That was really gross. Yeah, I bet so. <laughs> also, I've got a a complete like one eighty turn because I was I was I looked in my photos for a second just to see if there's anything recent that I could uh, remember to to let you know about. Uh. My roommate and I went to Barnes and Nobles the other day, and we were forgot he, that place existed. Yes, exactly. We had to. We were going to the mall because I had to buy a pink outfit for Barbie, uh, to to do the Barbenheimer double feature. How and, was that? Well, I'll, I'll let you finish first, but yeah, yeah. I want to know how that was. Yeah. Uh, at, at, in Barnes and Nobles, my my roommate likes um reads a lot of manga so we were in the manga aisle and like just looking up and down at stuff and i just started to read out some of the uh weirder names that i saw on like spines of books and i found two that i i really really liked <laughs> the titles for 
just because like they're so long or just absolutely batshit this one was the 100 girlfriends who really 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 love you (laughs) what section is this book in i i don't know there it wasn't okay so my roommate explained to me that if you find a manga on the shelf wrapped in like the plastic wrap then that's a hentai and or just has like really adult content in it so you shouldn't touch it this one was not wrapped so i don't know ah you didn't like check it out you didn't look through it not really no if it should have been wrapped (laughs) the reason i didn't check it out is because i tried to send this picture of it to my roommate's group chat and i accidentally sent it to my entire extended family group chat (laughs) Oh my god! <laughs> I was just like, I'm sorry. And then my uncle was like, "That looks like manga," and I was like, "Why do you know what manga is?" He's like, "That looks like hentai," and I know about that. <laughs> oh, it's my favorite book, The One Hundred Girlfriends Who Really, 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 Really Love You. I want. <laughs> I'm imagine. Okay, this is stupid, but I imagine the sequel. <laughs> just one more really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or is it just like he gets broken up with one uh, by one? It's like the next one's the 99th girlfriends who really, 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 yeah. really love you. <laughs> the other book oh one that, that this one killed me and I adore it. I have no context for what the story is about, but it is it is one of my favorite words now. The, this is called After School Bitchcraft. Bitchcraft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah uh manga is weird man let alone like yeah i get it's a different culture but the i just love bitchcraft bitchcraft as a word especially that it's specifically after so unhinged you can't do bitchcraft so out of pocket (laughs) what on earth yeah after school bitchcraft you know just gotta get my bitchcraft on go home after school of course practice it yeah can't do it in school. Well, that's like the question, though, is if it's called bitchcraft, are the people who learn it called bitches? I would imagine so. And then the men who learn it? Because, like, you know, witch and warlock. What are the men who learn bitchcraft? Warlocks. Are they just, like, bitches and bastards? Or, like... <laughs> bitches and bastards. Yes. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> I go practice my I found it. Bitchcraft. I found after school bitchcraft. No, that's a hentai <laughs> I know. No, that's the thing. Because the second volume is the one I took a picture of, and the two on the cover is on her titty. There's there's the first one, it's on her titty. The second one is also on her titty. And the third one, Mm -hmm. there's two girls touching titties. Oh. And and it's just it's on it's on the titties still. Yep. I feel like that's a theme they're trying to stick with. That is that is hentai right there. That's the thing that that one wasn't all wrapped up either. I didn't open it, but that one was not ripped off okay. either, so I don't. So, know. real quick, Google yes. to save the world. Can you wake up the morning after with a demi human? Volume six. <laughs> the morning after. Yeah. Okay. Uh, with a demi what? With a demi human. Okay, and volume what? Well, oh, oh, I guess it doesn't matter what volume. I'm looking at volume six, but that's the good one. They're all there. Volume six looks like it's got the weirdest Oh, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What are these? (laughs) 
What? What are these? What? Yes. What? Are you specifically at volume six right yes. now? Yes. What, what the are those? Fuck? What are those? Dude, look at volume three because volume three has them too. What is this? I found oh, volume five, and okay. I guess it's a little more subtle. I'm upset at the panel volume, that I just looked at. Th- volume three is, yeah, what? What the fuck? Yeah, that one. So that vo- one I is... found volume one. Volume one was relatively tame. This is definitely hentai, and it's. Like, volume two less tame, but mm, you know it doesn't have what volume three and volume six have going for I it. I feel like volume two is more tame than volume one. Because in volume would, one you got titties and ass, and in volume two you just got titties. We can, co- co- we can collectively say volume one and volume two were tame. Yeah. Volume three got unhinged. Yep. Immediately. Yep. Mm-hmm. And. I don't know. Volume five didn't look as crazy as volume six. It's it's a little more. T- There's still the thing that she's I'm, still pregnant. Why are they pregnant? <laughs> this is I don't get. Oh, oh did yeah, you volume see four? four. Yeah, what is volume, volume four? four? <laughs> so, co- but compared to volume three and six, Dude, volume four would be considered tame too. Okay, literally almost all of them except for volume six are like. Yeah, cool. We could tell that it's porn, but it's like whatever, I guess. But then volume six, you're like, what is this? I don't like this. Okay, so volume two, definitely, definitely unhinged. But you're right. You go even from volume two to volume six, you're like, no, volume six is a whole different level. Yeah. It's too much. What the fuck? Okay, interesting. You know, I was aware that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hentai and adult manga existed. Yes. This needs a whole new category. Yes. And that category is called prism. <laughs> Put them away, please. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was wild. Uh, oh, my God. I'm kind of upset. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that really, I could have gone a long time without needing to experience that. Hey man, you're the one who started looking into it after I brought up bit, after school bitchcraft. I just looked up bitchcraft on Amazon, <laughs> and that was what came up. Uh, so okay, okay. So that story is also about bitchcraft. I guess so. <laughs> I mean, it would make sense. I guess bitchcrafts, witchcraft, yeah, demigods, yeah, yeah. like it all kind of starts to blend together at a certain point. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey. I, I mean, don't know. I mean, I, you're saying yeah, but I'm literally talking out of my ass right now. Brother, you think I'm not? <laughs> <laughs> like I have no idea what I just experienced. <laughs> uh, you had said before that you had wanted to talk to me about the Barbie stuff. Because I, I saw... Yeah, how was that? Uh, both of them. I mean, yeah. I went and saw both of them yesterday. Yeah. We got tickets to see Oppenheimer in 70mm IMAX, which, like, as a as a film student, that, that was... That was probably cool. That was amazing. I am not afraid to say that I legitimately teared up uh, during the film not because of like content or story but because it just it was beautiful <laughs> like i was <laughs> like holy shit 
Like, I don't, because I, I want to watch it again, but I don't because I don't think I'll be able to watch it and have it be as good as it was in that specific format. Hmm. Like, Christopher Nolan has come out and said that that is the intended format to watch the film in, and there are only 19 theaters around the entire United States who are showing it in that format. And, like, I don't know. I'm very happy to have gotten to so, see it. I don't understand yes. why you would record a movie to be intended to be watched. Like, they did this with um, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Mm. Why would you record a movie to be shown... Mm-hmm. in anything other than one of the few standards in which movie theaters and at-home televisions are going to show the movie. Because are, when you're making the movie, you're not making it. I mean, for festival films and stuff, mm-hmm. I get it. But for like mainstream AAA title films, you know, coming out of major movie theaters, you know, a Warner Brothers yeah. movie or whatever, something like Oppenheimer or like a Marvel or DC movie or something. Mm-hmm. Why would you make it in anything other than what, like, like make it format, for yeah. your environment, right? Like, make it for the mm. crowd that is going to see it. Most accessible. And that's the form. Yeah, that's the format they're going to watch it in. Why would you make it to be viewed a different way? I, I don't get that. I don't know, man. I really don't. I feel like at a certain point, there's like, there's like a mythology to like a bunch of different directors and like I feel like a lot of them at a certain point start to play into the character that people think that they are and like Christopher Nolan's whole thing is like fucking with time and having like weird confusing yeah, movies I've heard but that also I think it's really cool filming everything on film he's there's another thing that he really likes to do and like his movies literally every movie he makes when it comes out it's like oh shit new christopher nolan movie just dropped doesn't matter the content holy shit new christopher nolan and like that's like what you think of for christopher nolan you think of like tarantino you think of like tight writing you think of a lot of like violence and yeah violence swearing and and feet yeah (laughs) i have not noticed the feet i've noticed the complete disregard for anything that would be considered like a comfort zone like he Mm. loves to just with whether it's violence or swearing or whatever it is like just Mm -hmm. whatever is considered normal in for a movie that's rated r yeah fucking forget it he's gonna do something else it's just like i feel like tarantino movies like this is such a fucking film bro thing to say and i try not to be a film bro but like Tarantino, like, nobody else could make the Tarantino movies the way Tarantino does. That's all I got to say. Well, I think part of it is it's not just him. Because it's also, like, think about some of his movies. No one could get away with half the shit he does if it was a different actor doing it. Literally, that's like, I just recently watched Pulp Fiction for the first time, okay? The thing that I find interesting... (laughs) Is just that Tarantino's self-insert character that he, he always puts himself in all his movies that he does. Uh, mm-hmm. In that one, his self-insert character says the N-word a fucking lot <laughs> to Samuel L. Jackson. I'm like, you wrote this movie. So I've heard Samuel L. Jackson talk about this before in an interview where he yeah. was talking about – someone asked him like – 
Tarantino really leans into this and like so does DiCaprio and stuff and like they do a really good job from acting but at any point were you uncomfortable and he was like not when it's a Tarantino movie it's just different because you know with him like it's different yeah you know he you already you come in knowing he's trying to do something like that trying to break down those walls Mm -hmm. and be as uncomfortable as possible yeah so when he does it it's just expected I can agree. But also to to cut back to what you said before that you didn't notice the feet in Tarantino movies. Are you serious? <laughs> They're in I'm every... thinking of Pulp Fiction and Django right now and I'm not specifically remembering feet as a highlight of either of those movies. Pulp Fiction, I believe when they go up to do the dance uh Uma Thurman and um what's his name? Vincent Vega, I don't remember his character, the the actor's name. Uh when they go up to do their dance, she takes her shoes off, and like there's close-ups of her feet while she's dancing. The the okay, one that so I just looked up Pulp Fiction feet, and I will say as soon as I <laughs> saw the pictures of her feet, and then as soon as I saw like the um like the moment where like uh, mm-hmm. Samuel Jackson is talking about like his wife's feet or whatever, like mm-hmm. yeah, those are pretty iconic Pulp Fiction moments. So I guess I got to give it to you. There's also like there is a movie I don't remember which movie, but there is a movie that Tarantino wrote. Okay, he wrote a movie. At one point in the movie, a man is at like a strip club, and the stripper puts her foot in that guy's mouth and then pours like tequila down her leg and into his mouth. So Tarantino writes this scene. He casts Salma Hayek as the lady pouring the liquor, and he casts himself as the one sucking on her toes. Yep, I'm I'm seeing that right now. Uh huh. <laughs> um. Oh my god. <laughs> Apparently, Tarantino once said on Late Night that feet were better than pussy. Okay. Oh, I just saw that too. So this man actually has a foot fetish. I thought this was like, we were just talking about how he likes to put feet in movies as like a trope. No, he has an actual foot fetish. (laughs) I just stumbled across something amazing. Oh, wow. I'm going to, I'm about to send you the most amazing thing I have ever seen, by the way. I just I'll send it to you in Discord real quick. I, oh, because of the Tarantino shit and everything, I I stumbled across looking through the images on Google. I stumbled across someone's Twitter page. I'd just like to tell you their Twitter at is OG Feet, and their full Twitter name is Sativa Skies Toe Daddy. What the? I hell? hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Oh, Quentin Tarantino's foot fetish. <laughs> like it's like a movie title (laughs) it's so funny that's why Uh, i was surprised that you hadn't seen it because it's like well known that that man is very into feet i mean i'm not it's like you said like you're you're a a movie bro oh yeah i'm not like i've watched movies just for my own entertainment (laughs) but i've not specifically seen or heard of like a lot of the things that you talk about because I, i i don't see movies and then go and like follow up on it or hear other people talk about it i'm like yeah. oh that was a good movie all right time to change you know go to the next thing okay so uh yeah that i'm makes a very sense. like simplistic movie watcher i watch them for my enjoyment and that's it i move on that's where like i've so. 
today been watching all the YouTube videos that I couldn't watch before, uh, having not seen Oppenheimer or Barbie yet. And now that I've watched all the retrospectives, I'm good. I mean, Oppenheimer, you know how it ends. Yeah, well, not that's the thing about Oppenheimer too, though, is that I had, I realized that I knew fucking nothing about that man, because really? I, all I knew about Oppenheimer was he made the bomb. I had no fucking clue what his role was, but I just knew that he was the one that everybody says made the bomb. And also, like his like big big quote that everyone attributes to him isn't even a quote from I am, him. I am death destroyer yeah. of worlds. Yeah, I am he, become death uh, yeah. destroyer of worlds. It's from the the Bhagavad Gita. Which is the second yeah. of three holy books? Uh, what's it called? The Mahabharata, something like that. Uh, let me yeah. double check. You that's... actually, I believe, said it right. Yeah, I mean, that's I've I've spoken to my roommate about it. because uh, that's he is um, Hindu, and he did not go see the film with us because they read the Bhagavad Gita during a sex scene in the movie. And he was like, I can't support that. So I was like, no worries, brother. But yeah, that's like, that's where like that quote comes from that book. He, his role in it, which I will say, I thought about you specifically while watching this movie because I was like, Oh, I wonder if David like has seen this or will see it because it's like, they talk about physics a fuck ton. And I know that boy likes physics. As I say, like I studied physics, like I've learned all about Oppenheimer and Feynman and, their role in it and that's what you know the limited role that einstein had in it yeah i didn't know that there was like i didn't know what the story was going to be because the story kind of like i don't want to spoil it but like it delves into like mccarthyism and oppenheimer's friend and familial ties to the communist party and like the government being suspicious of him for shit and i was like I didn't know any of this. I didn't know specifically that aspect of it. I only kind of knew like a little bit about like his background and where he came from and like where Feynman came from at the time. Like Mm -hmm. he was one of the big ones on it as well. Um, And just kind of like their research and the work they did and like their life story surrounding that aspect, like the the scientific aspect of their lives. Um, And then obviously like I know the end result of their work as everyone does in basic, you know, high school history at this point. <laughs> yeah. I will also say that there are really long scenes where if you see it in IMAX, you're just looking at building sized titties. Building sized titties. Yeah. Cause the screen's so big and then the titties are so close on the screen. Doesn't seem like the right movie for there to be titties. You know, uh, when I saw it with my roommate, uh, <laughs> the instant that a nipple was on screen, he like fully curled up laughing so hard, like lost it. And I was like, are you a child? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. I was like, I was like, yeah, okay. I guess, I guess the cut from like, conversation into straight fucking was a bit of a, an abrupt cut <laughs> but also like bro it's just titties i, I mean know. yeah it's like every hbo fucking tv show and movie at this point oh yeah 100 there's, there's a titty in every scene mm-hmm. well that was like my cousins when they watched game of thrones they'd sing the the <laughs> intro song while the the, the the intro played of just like death and boobies death and boobies death and boobies <laughs> 
This is a pretty apt description of the movie or show. I mean, yeah. But yeah, no, I would say Oppenheimer, uh, beautifully shot, amazingly well done. I'm probably even gonna do more research about it because no one claims to have used zero CGI, and if that is true, then I have no clue how some of those shots were made, and I so really want to know. Did they use some of the original film? From, I don't think so. No. Like test sites and stuff. Then how would you? I guess they could have gone to like some remote island somewhere. Yeah. Set up some back back lot looking fucking and like actually set off like TNT or something. Yeah, that's where I'm like I, I imagine they had to have done like some sort of explosion. The the thing was like the mushroom cloud itself wasn't like magnificent amazing to look at whatever it was kind of like whatever but like the close-up shots of just like it was just a wall of like rolling like flames swirling fire it was i don't know it's just so beautiful to look at it was like holy shit uh and then, like, the story around it was I also wonder very well I wonder if done. there's some little, like, nuance or, like, a a technicality. Like, well, we didn't use CGI yeah. technically, but that doesn't yeah. mean there weren't zero visual effects. That's where, yeah, like, you're probably right. I, I don't know. And it was probably a combination of, like, using, like, practical visual effects and mm-hmm. some amount of, you know computer modification but like not technically computer generated yeah i'd assume i'd assume there's some sort of something that like he i I don't know i i feel like i i need to look it up because like i'm very interested to learn that's good though that means it was um like obviously like good visually and stuff Mm -hmm. and also just i've heard this before um, people talk about how with a lot of older it's specific to like action movies right now like yeah. you know you talk about transformers back in the day uh-huh. um you talk about like some of the original marvel like you know the sam raimi movies and stuff yep. um a lot of these things they did use very practical lighting and very practical cgi like i know um apparently michael bay is very famous for having gone and like recorded his scenes from many different angles and stuff so that he could just get the lighting on the buildings right so that Mm. when they did the cgi later they would know exactly how to cast the shadows in their cgi to make it look like it's real and really part of the scene that's rather than like nowadays people don't do that yeah that's sick i didn't know like they're so fast to just pump out she hulk and it's like the CGI sucks because they don't care about any of that stuff. Yeah. That's also something where I, there are certain things like She-Hulk and Sonic, the Sonic movie. That was the first one when like they released the promotional imagery of what Sonic would look like. And everyone on the internet was like, are you, you're fucking kidding. Right. And like, just bullied them relentlessly until they changed it. (laughs) <laughs> I'm glad they changed it, but I the also... The new one is cute, the way it should be. The old yeah. one is creepy. The thing I don't understand is just how did a... Like, that image of that Sonic that they were like, this is what he's going to look like when they released everyone, that had to have, like, been approved repeatedly over and over by a bunch of people before it ever saw the public. How the fuck were they looking at that and being like, yes, this is what Sonic should look like? Like, it's not even just like a, oh, it's different from the game, or it's like, oh, it doesn't look like the original or something. Because, like, yeah, you can do a new design for a movie. But, like, 
that design was just legitimately horrendous, like frightening to look at. And everyone was like, yeah, I don't, what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. That was, I, I, I've thought something similar before too, because like the one you look at now, yes, it does look like a good, um, not live action, but you know, like modern CGI yeah. fitted into live action like that. It's a good crossover between the original, uh, comics and games mm-hmm. with like modern, you know, that modern style. Yeah. And the original one is like, I think what they were going for was maybe like a hyper realism. Yeah. But how are you going to do that with a cartoon character? Literally. Yeah. That's where like it, it, because at a certain point, do they just make an actual hedgehog blue or what? Like, really? I mean, oh my god, I'm looking at it again right now. I'm like, nightmare. I know a lot His of people teeth. talked about like the nose. <laughs> that like the nose was creepy. Yeah, but I, it's for me, it's the tongue and the eyes. Uh huh. Like Let the eyes see. are too small. It doesn't even. Yep. And they're like, <laughs> they're like really far apart. His his fur is too realistic too i feel like see i'm not bothered by the fur his nose is too realistic his eyes are too small it's the eyes and like the mouth yeah first of all he has no lip yep no it's just uh teeth hole (laughs) and the teeth are like you know what i think they did with the teeth um you ever seen the thing where like they talk about with teeth like don't overdraw them yeah, the, they overdrew them. Yep, there are too many teeth in that boy mouth. Send him to the dentist. I don't know. That was yeah. No, that movie. I've, I still haven't seen those movies. Actually, I've heard that the the the, the two the first Sonic one is actually good. really good. Have you seen the second? Yeah. Um. I mean, I figured I liked it just because I grew up as a really big Sonic fan. Like I played mm-hmm. uh, Sonic Adventure, uh, the the second one, on okay. GameCube. And PlayStation 2, and I loved it. And yeah. it was like one of, still to this day, one of my favorite games. I still go back and play it every once in a while. Um, so I figured like it was just, I liked it because I'm a Sonic fan, but I didn't necessarily know if everyone else liked the second one as well. Ah, uh, okay. I I mean, I feel like I think it was generally well produced, like uh, received. Uh, the thing that blows my mind is just the fact that that Sonic 2 is. Jim Carrey's final film. I don't like that. He retired from acting afterwards. Like, for good? Is he even going to do any, like, voice acting or anything? I don't think so. I think he's outie. I think he's just like, I'm rich, I'm old, I'm going to do what I want now. I mean, he's done a lot. Yeah, I I can't tell him he's wrong. He said, I think, something along the lines of just, like, if there is a script that is something i have to do that i read it and i'm like this is amazing i need to be a part of this then he'll do it but if not then he's not he's like he's not doing anything that he isn't like obsessed with anymore yeah i mean i feel like if another like dumb and dumber or like bruce almighty level or like even like liar liar like if another one like that comes across like he should totally do it but i can understand if a Batman or the mask or even like Ace Ventura comes along. Like Mm -hmm. you had a good career. Just don't leave it alone. Yeah. 
I just uh, those were not that good. Yeah, I just remembered that I I never gave my Barbie opinion. Um, well, I was gonna let us riff off on whatever else, but and then we could jump over. But yeah, I mean, I guess Barbie. No like, worries. I've heard some good things, some bad things, and also some like really controversial things. Oh, controversial. Yeah, a lot of people are talking about how it's um like some people are talking about how it could be considered like anti like uh like against patriarchy, like that kind of like it's like a political mm-hmm. statement. Some people are talking about how like it like doesn't send a good image for like um again, I haven't seen it, so I don't know how yeah. like Ken's story plays out, but they're talking yeah, to, yeah. I guess specifically about Ken's character development and how it like maybe is not a good portrayal uh, it's I don't know. it's something that you kind of have to like i don't know i i'm not like all-knowing analyst of this movie but like from the things that i've watched and the things that i've read about it it seems like a lot of people are watching it at very very surface level and just being like what uh without thinking about it even remotely critically uh, you think so, or maybe they're thinking, they're thinking, but not deep enough. Like that's what, like you know, what I'm saying, like either just watch it and just enjoy it, or if you're gonna break it down, like well, the thing really is, really get into it. It is very much. It is very like. I don't know, blatantly, making a statement about like feminism and equality and stuff like that, and like, it's a good statement. It's just like not subtle at all and like i don't think it needs to be it's kind of like part of the whole point of the movie is like it's just very i don't know the movie isn't subtle <laughs> and i don't think it's supposed to be and i don't think it needs to be uh there are parts where like can they like they go to the real world and then barbie starts to experience the negative parts of the real world like dudes being creepy and hitting on her or some guy smacks her ass and stuff like that but then in the same time ken starts to realize that like in the real world he's like treated with more respect as a man than he is in the barbie land and so he's like i like the patriarchy and then he brings quote unquote the patriarchy back to barbie land and also for some reason involves horses it's 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 funny we'll have to just circle back once i see it because there are definitely some aspects of that where I'm like, hmm, yeah, I don't think I like that. It's something but... where I think that it's – I think that there's, like, a point to Ken, like, being over there. Like, because the Kens in the Barbie world, they literally say at the beginning of the movie they're that they have a bad day unless Barbie looks at them. Uh, and, like, that they don't really do anything. Like, Ken's job is, like, he doesn't have a job. The All the Barbies are, like – the doctor, the president, the this, the that, the whatever, but the Kens are just Ken. And then, like, in the real world, yeah. Ken's like, wait, men are in power. Patriarchy. I like that. And, like, it's a thing. But Ken isn't, like, evil. He's just dumb. Hmm. Yeah, I'll have to watch it and figure out, because everything I've heard people saying, I'm like, can't y'all just enjoy like i've heard it's a good movie can't oh, you just enjoy great. it i thought it was fucking hilarious <laughs> i thought it was so funny uh yeah my roommates and i all wore like full pink outfits went and took pictures and everything 
It was a really funny movie. Uh, very well done. The set, the set design and outfits were really, really good. The writing, yeah. in my opinion, was fucking hilarious. So like, well, I had heard that they had an original script that was going to be even more than than this one when it comes to like kind of being controversial per se, like making mm. a statement kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and they weren't going to have like someone like Margot Robbie who actually kind of looks a little bit like the Barbie figure. Um, like that they weren't going to go initially, that route. If I'm not mistaken, initially the first actress uh, in talks to be Barbie was Amy Schumer. Really? I had not heard yeah. that. I mean, again, I didn't look that deeply into it. I just yeah. kind of heard the surface story, which was, yeah, you know, there's, there's they were going to have someone else do it and it was going to be a whole different kind of story. Um, and they came back afterwards when they realized like what they wanted to actually do with this movie. And mm-hmm. they decided to basically recast and then like start over with the script once they knew who was going to be playing Barbie so, it, I mean, it went through rewrites. It went through, I'm sure, reshoots and everything along the way to make it what it is now, so which you, usually turns out better than the original idea. I was actually going to say usually when there's rewrites and reshoots, it tends to muddle up the story because if you've already got footage from a completely different story and then you rewrite the story, trying to recycle that footage back into the movie that you then are trying to make is really difficult and feels disjointed a lot of the time. Like, I guess I it depends at what point you have the director get their hands on the script and yeah. when those rewrites and who's doing the rewrites. Like if it's the mm-hmm. the studio doing the rewrites, I agree. It usually ends up just muddling it because what are they doing? They're trying to get money. They're not necessarily creatives who are yeah. planning this out. But when you have like fairly early in the process and they're like, well, we've got some ideas. We've got some basic, you know, very basic, uh, you know, initial yeah. stuff worked out and it's like the director comes along and it's like all right like let me do a pass on this script and make it something i would want to do it's someone who's actually passionate about it at that point and is going to tell a good story yeah yeah i mean yeah it was great i i that's the thing i enjoyed both oppenheimer and barbie immensely for like <laughs> it was it was like a bit of a whiplash thing though like I saw Oppenheimer really early in the morning at like 11 a.m. We drove all the way to Grand Rapids to go see it at that special theater and everything. And then we saw Barbie at 8 o'clock that night. And so it was like there was a good chunk of time between seeing them. But at the same time, you go from such like an intense and like grounded story into such like (laughs) ridiculous and like fantastical movie. It's they're complete opposites, but they're both really, really good in their own rights. And I highly recommend them both. Don't forget to like this episode, subscribe to Everything Trey for more content, and follow me on social media.